Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Fasting, the secret to spiritual power. Feasting and fasting. Feasting and fasting, what works, what doesn't, and why. Matthew 26.41 reminds us to watch and pray so that we will not fall into temptation. Jesus said that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So fasting strengthens the spirit and sharpens the sword of the spirit. What many people don't realize is we're not a robot, you know, on autopilot doing the things of God. We have a spirit, we're body, soul, and spirit, and the spirit, as a believer, as a Christian, the Holy Spirit in you wants to do what God wants us to do. The the spirit is willing. There's no problem there. There's no excuses there. But the flesh in us is often stronger than the pull of the spirit if we're feeding the flesh too much. See, whatever you choose to obey becomes your master, but also whatever you feed becomes stronger. I remember that story. I think it was by Billy Graham. But a young man came to a pastor and he said, Pastor, I've got, I've, I'm losing this battle of sin and darkness. And it's like I've got two dogs battling within me. One dog, this dark dog keeps winning. And this other white dog and nice dog, it keeps losing. It's like I have this battle. And what am I supposed to do? And the pastor looked at him and said, whatever dog you feed the most wins. You need to starve this dog to death, the dark dog. You need to starve that dog to death because whatever you feed is fueled and it becomes stronger. So if you're feeding the things of the flesh, the flesh's pull is going to become very strong and you're going to quench and grieve the spirit. And that's why you're going to not be sensitive to the things of of God. You're probably going to make poor decisions. Uh, You're going to be anxious and fearful, especially in this world, what's going on, because you've quenched and, and grieved the fire within you, the Holy Spirit. And so it's so important to fight the flesh with prayer and fasting, because although eating is good, thank God for it, the more we eat, the more we consume, the more we feed King's stomach. You know, I've got to go to Starbucks in the morning. I've got to get this. I've got to get Krispy Kreme. I've got to get this. I got. If we just listen to the flesh, it becomes strong and that voice becomes dominating in our lives. So fasting and even minimizing, I'd even, I'd say even when you're not fasting, minimize that appetite. Intermittent fasting, control those desires of the flesh. The Bible says we can. There's really no way around that. So Jesus said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So fasting strengthens the spirit and sharpens the sword of the spirit. A story I've heard numerous times. I remember even Jensen Franklin telling the story. He's, he's got some great YouTube videos on fasting if you want to get motivated. There were two lumberjacks, and they decided to compete to see who could cut down the most trees. As the clock wound down, the younger man noticed that as they kept hammering away at the trees, the older lumberjack kept taking breaks. Oh, what's wrong with this guy? I'm going to beat him for sure. He thought, surely I will win. This man is lazy and weak. But when the day was over, the old lumberjack had chopped down more trees. So perplexed, perplexed, he asked, how did you do that? How did you do that? And the older man replied, son, what you mistook for unnecessary breaks were actually very necessary. I sharpened my axe each 
time. Wow, 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 wow. What a great point. So fasting sharpens spiritual insight. Uh, it gives us wisdom and it gives us discernment. As I said before, you're either controlling your body or your body is controlling you. We drive a certain way to pick up our addictions. Let me pass by my favorite whatever to get my addiction. And we go to certain places because of our addiction and we schedule things around our addiction. Do we realize just how much our addictions are controlling us versus us controlling them? On another note, imagine heading to lunch in a crowded mall and you and your family are famished from running errands just before leaving you notice that your three-year-old is no longer with you. Panic sets in. You must find your child at any cost. Are you going to eat first? I hope not. Of course not. The passion to find your child is far greater than the desire to eat. And that's exactly what fasting is. It's the desire to seek God. And that desire is greater than the desire to eat. That is really what it boils down to. Now, some may argue you know, I hear this a lot. Shane, fasting is too extreme. Where it's just too extreme. I, I I don't know if you know if that's if it's if it's something I want to do. Well, are we not living in extremely difficult times? As the saying goes, desperate times call for desperate measures. As Dr. Caldwell Esselson reminds us about the other side of the coin, he made a great point. Half a million people a year. Think about this. Half a million people a year, 500,000, 500,000 each year, year, are going to have their chests ripped open and a vein taken from their leg and sewn into their coronary artery. He calls that extreme, and so do I. We reap what we sow. Now, again, there might be a time and a place for this, but I would estimate that most surgeries, medical procedures, do not need to happen. Recent statistics reveal that the opiate crisis, another example, is killing tens of thousands of people and that alcoholism continues to ravish homes and bodies. How many people are, are walking around just sick and miserable because of type 2 diabetes? So millions are walking away from their faith each year. Marriages are in shambles. Families are deteriorating and suicide is an epidemic. I call that extreme. It's time that Christians get extreme in their warfare if they truly desire victory. Jesus said, when you fast, not once a year, take it to the Lord, but somehow make fasting part of your lifestyle. Hey, can I pig out all month and then start next month? I don't know if pigging out, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if you want to have that into your worked into your lifestyle. I mean, it's already hard enough. I'm prone to eat more than I should. And really what gluttony is, your body needs a certain amount of food, calories. And when we consume too many calories, units of energy, they're stored as fat. And then the fat can be burned later through ketones, ketosis. And uh, ketone bodies are being used as fuel. And fasting will do that for sure. But you got to be careful because fasting can slow down your metabolic rate as well. You know, if you go for a while and then you start to eat normally again and you go back to junk food, you know, it's that yo-yo effect. Okay, let's say, hey, you know, for me, I need 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day at my height weight. And, you know, if I'm at that number by 3 o'clock and, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. I ate well, but then I, you know, eat a huge dinner and then I grab some ice cream. I'm gluttonous. I'm feeding the, the desires of the flesh. I don't need that, those things. I want those things. And so that's the definition, I believe, of gluttony. It's consuming 
more than your body needs. And your body tells you like, hey, I'm satisfied. That's why I love like huge salads and some chicken breasts because, you know, six, 700 calories in, you're like full. I can't even finish the salad. Go out to fast food. They've got, of course, sodium nitrates and food colorings and additives and chemicals that actually, especially when you put a lot of sodium on something, try this sometime. Just have brown rice plain and you'll eat it. You'll be satisfied, but put sodium on it. You're going to eat, you know, quite a bit more. When God moves, prayer and fasting have often been the catalyst of that movement. Preparing yourself is very important, right? Preparation is key. So prepare yourself by getting your body and mind ready. If possible, wean off of everything that is hurting your, your health, both spiritually and physically. Most choices lead either to the filling of the Holy Spirit or to the quenching and grieving of the Spirit. Giving into one area of weaknesses lowers our defenses in other areas. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and men and women now, you know, they caved into pornography and, and you know, they just feel, oh, they feel bad. They, they, they fed the flesh. And then, uh, then, they just, then now they wanted to, they were on a good diet regimen, but now they just want to go pig out and they want to eat and they want to grab ice cream and chocolate. And the end of the day is over and now they're kind of miserable. And then they get up in the morning. They don't feel that great. Oh man, now see the flesh is taken over and uh, because I don't feel that great, I need to go start back on coffee. So let me go grab a Vente coffee and be strung out on caffeine all morning. And while I'm there, boy, those, those chocolate cake pops look really good. Three hours later, now my blood sugar's crashing and now... I don't feel, you know, now I don't, let me just go to Panda Express. Let me go to Panda Express and let me get a big, big chicken kum pao, whatever it's called, and a, and a big Pepsi. And then a couple hours later, I'm now I'm irritated too. I'm yelling at my kids and at my spouse and I just feel overweight. My clothes don't fit good. And see, you stay, you stay caught in that, that cycle of, of shame and defeat and failure. And, and, and you got to break out of that. You know, it, it takes a little bit of time. It takes some resistance. It takes some prayer and some fasting, but you've got to break that cycle of defeat. And remember that change happens one step at a time. I know it's an old Chinese saying, but it's so true. You know, the, the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. And that is so true here in this area of fasting as well. So prepare yourself, get your mind and body ready. Don't give in to the flesh. And if you do, you, you know, you get, you get back on track and this aligns with first Peter two eleven, which urges us to what abstain from, let's say together, fleshly lusts, which what war against the soul prayer, fasting, and the word and worship. It starves the enemy's influence as the flesh submits. We become more in tune with the things of God, a stagnant spiritual life turns into flowing waters. That's what happens when we fast. A stagnant spiritual life will turn into rivers of, of living water. The mind becomes uncluttered and focused. The things of God, rather than things of the world, begin to dominate our thinking. For example, even as I'm recording this right now, I'm getting obviously hungry, but just bring some water. And I just, the, the mind is clear, the, the thinking is, is clear, I'm not sluggish. And, and it really, it really, you know, there's a time and season for eating. Don't get me wrong, but there's a time and season to, to you know, fasting in the Bible actually means close the mouth. So why wait? Why wait? Procrastination keeps the car in neutral. Isn't that so true? Procrastination just keeps that car in neutral. You can't steer what's not moving. So start the process of change today. An incident from the American Revolution illustrates the power of procrastination. It was reported that Colonel Rall, R-A-L-L, -L, commander of the British troops in New Jersey, was playing cards when a courier brought an urgent message stating that General George Washington was crossing the Delaware River. Uh, Colonel Rawl 
put the letter in his pocket and didn't even bother to read it until the game was finished. But it was too late. His procrastination cost him his victory and his life, which is probably good for us. So begin today. Begin today. You've probably fallen so many times that you've lost count. And so have I. I really have. Don't focus on those past mistakes, those past failures. Okay, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to turn these these stumbling blocks, Lord, into stepping stones. And I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep moving forward. Yes, it might be a hard week. It might be a hard month. And the fruit of what eventually is going to happen is going to far outweigh what you're going through. So as a famous poem declares, I'm going to end on this, as a famous poem declares, all of life is like a race with ups and downs and all, and all you have to do to win is rise each time you fall. Remember, God honors perseverance, not perfection. He honors perseverance, not perfection. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these eBooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.